Want to know what I believe is the single most important thing you can do in your leadership development? Let's talk about it today on the podcast. Welcome to the Love in Progress podcast, where we deep dive into self-reflection and healing as a catalyst for better relationships and leadership. I am your host and educator, Nina, and I'm here to be a guide to you in that process. Let's get started. Now, one of the taglines for this podcast is to help you with your leadership impact. And I want to get really specific today on that exact principle, because this week I was in a leadership call with my Amari leadership team, which I'm so grateful for that business, by the way, it has literally been the catalyst for me to jump into this inner healing work, this personal development work. It was something that was very new to me. And in fact, I'll just give a little extra plug for network marketing. (laughs) Robert Kiyosaki talks about how it's an incredible catalyst for many individuals in their growth because it puts you in a position (laughs) where you're challenging many of those limiting beliefs, especially around uh, that need to hold your identity against the judgment of other people. That's really sales in general, but network marketing in particular. uh, and, And I'm so grateful for what network marketing has done for me specifically with this Amari leadership team. There's so much structure and scaffolding and support for that growth and mentorship along the way. And so I have to just give a nod to that. It's been just a tremendous experience for my personal growth. And I know I'm where I am right now because of it. Uh, But I want to talk to you a little bit about a conversation we were having in that leadership call this week and how it really got me thinking about what it is that we talk about here on the podcast. And, And what we were talking about is actually how to coach people when their behavior maybe isn't aligned with the desired outcome that we know they're achieving, (laughs) how do we come in and coach about, about doing that? And there were so many discussions, comments, opinions about how that process should and could go. And many of them were based on leadership trainings and incredibly effective and helpful, um, especially as you're thinking about effective communication skills, right? And that relationship development in leadership, which is a huge part of leadership, developing trust with your people. And we were talking about resources that can be a support and a help. And uh, one of my incredible leaders reached out to me and said, hey, Nina, what what do you got to say? What's your advice here? And honestly, the thing I wanted to say (laughs) is this podcast and how the individual steps of personal healing, I believe is one of the most impactful things you will ever do in your leadership development. Because here's what I want to say. Leadership is an inside job. You've got to learn to lead yourself first through that self-healing work so that when it comes to managing other people, communicating with other people, being a support and catalyst in their own growth and success, that you're not equating what they are doing to your identity as a person. And listen, I think this applies to parenting as well. Early on in my parenting career, I looked at my children's behavior as a negative reflection of who I was as a parent. And listen, that's just garbage. (laughs) Yes, there's probably some skill sets I could teach my child as a parent, but they ultimately have autonomous choices. They are individual humans having an experience for themselves. And while I can influence it, 
it is not mine to hold when someone else's behavior, beliefs, actions are reflecting a certain morality or integrity because that's just theirs. It's not mine. And so what what I want to share with you as we as we talk about this topic today is that literally the most important leadership quality that you can portray is self-management, <laughs> self-identity, differentiation, self-leadership. And that when it comes to thinking about how you can develop communication and all of that, it has to come from a place of security of self. Does that mean as an effective leader, you know that you're a thousand percent good, skilled, qualified, perfect? No, <laughs> that's not true self-leadership either. Of course, we know there's there's new things to learn, to understand, to identify, and to grow through as a leader. But there is a position in leadership when I know you'll be held back if you don't do your own healing work. I think you would agree with me that when we're considering leading an organization, whether that's in a vocational experience, in a family experience, uh, whatever capacity, maybe church or, or community, I'm sure we want to step into that leadership position with the intention to do no harm, yes, which is really similar to to my perspective as a mental health professional. I remember the greatest, the greatest motivator for me to be on my game was knowing I was going to have a client walk in my office and I was going to need that skill set. I'm going to need that emotional regulation of self to show up in my best way possible so that I don't do damage to that person that's in my office. The same goes for leadership development. Same goes for parenthood. You know that your ability to manage yourself is going to directly impact the success <laughs> and in the and have a great influence on those people that you are leading. And so as you take on that belief structure, like, I want to do a good job, which I think is an awesome motivator. We have to then turn the coin over and say, how do I gauge that? And this is, you know, touching back to episode 11 already. It's important for us when we're thinking about self-confidence to not use the gauge of other people's feedback necessarily as that 100% objectified way to understand if I'm doing a good job, but truly, can you look back and say, did I do the best I could? Did I do no harm here? Despite how the feedback is coming back to you. <laughs> now, leadership and parenthood has a direct feedback loop. You're going to get from the people that you're leading a response to how you talk to them, how you communicate problems, how you troubleshoot issues. So all of that can be taken as a part of your growth understanding. But what I really want you to get super clear on here is that when you're coming to the table, let's just say to, to offer feedback or a correction to someone you're leading, are you constantly having this little dialogue in the back of your head? Like, are, are they judging me for what I'm saying? Is my identity wrapped up in what they're saying back to me or is my identity held back because I believe they would judge me if I showed up in my full force here? Can I express my perspective with balanced emotions 
or am I all over the place? <laughs> so we we do this inner work so that we can come to the table as an effective leader, someone who can be the people's leader. We can be their greatest cheerleader because we're not focused so much on what it is that they're believing about us as we provide that feedback to them and that we're able to self-regulate through the process of potentially being judged. I don't know of any leader that has not ruffled any feathers along the way. You'll likely have that process in your leadership, but can you hold true to your identity despite what it is that the situation calls for or how the people in that environment are responding to you? So let's talk a little bit about what that healing work is. And great news is that you're here listening to the podcast, which I feel like is my first piece of advice. I wish I had something like this in my leadership development so that I could have a steady benchmark along the way to say, oh, I'm going to address triggers. I'm going to address my emotional regulation, all all the things that we've already talked about in this first season. But I, I really want you to understand that the point of this podcast is to help you increase your awareness to your habits, to your belief filters, so that you can say, wow, I don't think this is serving me very effectively. I'm not feeling the expansive joy or self-forgiveness that I believe I'm entitled to, which I hope you do believe you are entitled to daily joy. And if you're not feeling those kinds of things, then it's it's not something to be shame-filled about. It's just shining a light on an area that needs your attention and powerfully can create a solution as well. So doing the healing work is not just, okay, did I address X, Y, Z things that I need to know in order to be a good leader, but it's really putting you at a place of vulnerability more than anything else to hold for yourself a place to challenge some of the old but effective belief strategies that you had previously held up into this point that had worked. Honestly, it's why we have the beliefs that we do (laughs) because they had worked as in some way, shape or form, but now you're being challenged. In fact, maybe you've heard this before in leadership, every level, another devil. And I understood that, especially when I was (laughs) in these growth facilitating moments but I don't really like that perspective because it kind of makes me think, oh, the the deeper I go with my healing, the more demonic it gets. <laughs> so let's do a reframe on that. Maybe we can think of every level of development, every level of success envelops another layer of healing. And if you think about it, like literally on a, a ladder scale, When you go up the rung in success, influence, however you want to identify it, you are literally rising above the previous challenge. So great job in doing that. And now from this higher vantage point, you have a different perspective of the lay of the land. And of course, it makes sense that you could see something else that may be problematic that you couldn't see before. And there's no need to judge it. Say, oh, I wish I would have learned that leadership skill five months ago or five years ago, we can just let that go because at the time you didn't need to, (laughs) you just did it. So now we can say, now that I'm at a new level of impact, leadership, success, I have a new perspective 
that's calling me to heal something it hadn't previously healed before or needed the healing before. So I want you to, as, as we're kind of wrapping up here, and I want to give you some actionable items, I want you to understand that leadership, while it is important for you to identify and develop leadership skills related to the vocation or the, the community that you're serving and leading is important. What I need you to understand is that just because you can understand the skill sets, it doesn't mean you're a good leader. Leaders truly do that personal healing work so that they can be at a place to truly hold space for others who are going through that leadership growth development too. Even if they don't have the desire to lead on the level that you're leading, they are personally going to need to grow. All of us do. And as our perspectives changes, our situations changes, our ages changes, our family changes, then we're going to be called upon (laughs) to have resilience. Yes. So those people that you're leading are going to need your help and support along the way. That's kind of the point of a leader. And so with you going through that, that natural progression of growth as a leader, you can hold space for their challenges better because you've been through it. But two, you have true differentiation because you're dealing with your own belief structures and perhaps the filters that you're placing on the experiences you're going through separate from their challenges. You're not putting yourself as a part of the drama, as a part of the mess, or worse yet, as a part of their growth. Yes, interpersonal relationships are an important part of leadership development and growth. And that's something you can anticipate. But I'm saying here that when you're talking about a a shared challenge, you don't want to put your fear of being judged in the mix. And that's a true leader. Someone who can step out and say objectively, let's talk about this problem together. Let's work through your growth together. And I can hold true in my self-differentiation, my self-belief, my self-confidence separate from this problem. That, that, my friends, is a true leader. It is. So you can practice non-judgmental listening. And I mean towards yourself and hopefully towards them as well, because you're not mediating those thoughts between what is it that they're thinking about me? You can take yourself out of it and really look objectively at the challenge. So here's here's what I have found. In this process of doing that inner work for yourself, you've got to take on the perspective that as an effective leader, I lead me first. Have the discipline, have the personal determination, have the open heart to see where you're lacking and then take the steps to evolve and grow. And you're probably saying, well, what are those steps, Nina? (laughs) Well, first off, it's putting yourself in challenging positions. I commend you. True leadership is something that not everyone is called to, but I believe everyone has the potential to have. So put yourself in positions where you will have to differentiate, where you will have to problem solve, where you will have to practice communication skills, and then do self-assessments along the way to see how you're doing along that process. Uh, But in your daily work, this healing work, when you're, when you're coming to this podcast, be hungry, (laughs) be hungry to find what is not working for you and how you can 
work to do that healing. One of the main purposes, again, besides the education component of this podcast is the journaling. I hope that you do it. I hope that you see that those questions are purposeful in exploring with you, your process of healing yourself. Nobody ever can heal you. You are the one to take that hundred percent responsibility and ultimately hundred percent of the payout. <laughs> you can be dang proud of yourself as you're working through that healing process. So some key things that I would encourage you as you're doing your healing work to facilitate and implement into your life, I should say one meditation. It's super important for us to still the noise of thinking, problem solving, ruminating that often comes with leadership and just have a beat literally where we we slow all of that down and tune in to that divine inspiration that I believe you are entitled to, especially as you tune into that key quality of leadership, which is that you want to be enlightened, that you want to have intuition and revelation when it comes to those that you're taking that leadership role with. So as you, as you meditate, have your primary focus to just stop thinking about the problem, because what ends up happening is when, when we care a lot about something, particularly in leadership, we tend to put so much mental energy around it that it can muddy up a clear way because we're constantly thinking, how can I get through this? What's, what's the process? What's the how? And when you go into meditation, you just float in this space of it will work out. <laughs> it will. And I will tell you when you focus as a leader on cultivating feelings of feeling good, of hope, of self-trust. That when you come back to the problem, when you come back to the space of working and you really intentionally tune back into that feeling of hope that you, I guarantee you will have the enlightenment you need in that moment because you are aligned. When we are thinking discouraging thoughts about others or about ourselves, we are not in the vibration of the solution. We are in the vibration of the problem. And meditation is an opportunity for us to reset that vibration back to that aligned self, that inspired self. And then when it comes time for us to reapproach it, we have a new perspective. We do because we have practiced that alignment first and foremost. So meditation is absolutely my very first recommendation and, and a clear minded meditation, a high vibration, gratitude based uh, meditation, one where you're not trying to think through the problem at the time, but you're just clearing the slate <laughs> and giving an opportunity for that divine within you. The one that always has a clear understanding of the next steps to come in and be the dominant thought pattern. Um, I would also encourage you to listen to personal development each day, encouraging words, affirmations, um, be surrounded by people that will fill you up with those encouraging words. For me personally, right now, my favorite personal development mentor and teacher is Abraham Hicks. And I've listened to a few of their audiobooks. And every day I listen to at least three to five 15 minute clips of the seminars that Abraham does. And I'm able to listen to those words and it just, ooh, just shifts my perspective. 
I have here in the show notes today, a list of my favorite personal development books. If you're an audiobook person, or you like a hard copy, here are some great words that you can put into your mind each day as a part of that process of just getting into a, a higher thinking pattern, a higher vibration, a true leadership mindset. And lastly, be patient with yourself through the process. Doing the inner healing work does come layer by layer. And you really have to understand with compassion, that perspective of self that I'm, I'm working on the layer I can see right now. <laughs> I can't anticipate all of the things I'm going to need to heal down the road because they're just not blaring. They're just not in my face right now. And that's, that's no problem. You can still be an effective leader from your point of view now. And I know that you will have experiences that are going to call upon new layers of healing and growth. And the cool thing about that is that you'll be able to speak from a developed point of view. It would have been this, this process of, of really working up the ladder in perspective, in growth, in expansion, and you can speak confidently that you are where you are with the vantage point you are for a reason. And that there's no shame for being not as far as you want to be or anticipating all the problems that potentially your organization will have in the future. Just, just taking it from today. What do I know today? How can I heal what's showing up for me today? And if there's old stories coming up, that's a reminder to you that maybe that healing work needs to be addressed and you can have that full faith that you can address it and you can move forward and that you're doing a really great job. So that's the message I want to share with you today. Leadership truly is an inside job, and I want you to feel confident in your process in leading self first and moving forward with uh, an effective leadership strategy because you're doing that. So remember to live well, look well, and be well as you implement these principles. I know that you'll be able to impact people in a very positive way, whether that's in your family, community, businesses, as a leader. I'm excited to see how this shows up for you. I'm excited to see how your healing makes a difference in your leadership. And I'm just rooting for you. I know that as you do this personal healing work, you're going to show up as a phenomenally improved leader. I can't wait to see you do it. See you next time. Thanks friend for tuning in today and investing in your own growth. I'm proud of you. Now, remember, personal development can be inspiring and uplifting to listen to, but won't change your life until you put the learning into practice. That's where my mentorship and coursework comes in. If you're looking for accountability and real results in your life right now, then I'm here to help. Head to my website, allthingsnina.com, and explore options that will best fit you, whether that's self-guided through prompts and coursework or with my assistance through personalized wellness mentorship. Remember, your best well life awaits. You just have to build it. Let's do it together. I'm rooting for you.